That's right, Broncos country. Let's hear it, Broncos country. Let's hear it, Broncos country. Four wins in a row, baby. Four Let's go! Look, I had I had a lot of Vikings fans all really mad at me in the comment section of the video saying, I don't know football, saying, I don't know what I'm talking about, saying that the Broncos are mid. Man, I'll tell you what, I don't maybe don't I don't know everything about football, but I know that 21 points is more than 20. Just gonna throw that out there. Where's that yeah. advocate? Where's Jared? We need that advocate. We need that the, the the hibiscus, yes, the hibiscus. Hey guys, put your comments in the chat. Let's celebrate tonight. I want to hear from you guys what you thought about the game tonight, and we'll go through that. And John and I will uh, break down everything that we saw as well. So John, glad you're here, man. Hope you're ready for it. It's gonna be a good show. With that being said, guys, stick around. We'll see you on the other side. Orange Weekly, fans, brews, and Broncos news. Well, Broncos country, it has been five weeks since the Broncos have lost a game. Yes, with the bye week in there, four in a row. John, how's your happy whiskey doing? Oh, it's it's wonderful, Kevin. Thank you for asking. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I don't know what world we're living in right now, what alternate reality. We're the, the hottest team in the NFL with win streak. I mean, coming okay. up, beating the... The the previous hottest team in the NFL. I mean, what? Yeah. Where where am I, Kevin? Where am I? I don't know. But you know, the last time Broncos had a four game win streak, I I honestly don't. We I looked 2016, buddy. 2016, the the Simeon year, uh, is when we had, and it was the we went four and zero. It was the first four games of the season, and then we all know what happened there. We were six and two with Simeon, and then we didn't make the playoffs. So. Maybe the reverse is happening here, where we started really bad. Like this now we, we got like this four-game win streak in the middle, and we're going to ride this high into the end of the season versus, you know, falling off in the middle of the season. I don't know, man. There's some things to talk about tonight. The the oh, offense yeah. is still a big concern, but it's it's. I mean, we won the game. At the end of the day, that's all that matters. We got 21 points. Uh, no matter how you do it, kick five field goals. Fine by me. Will Lutz having a huge bounce back oh, game. Oh. I mean, once again, people were ready to cut the guy a week ago. And uh, here he is being uh, the savior of special teams for sure for us. So, yeah. man, this, what is, a- this is exactly what I was hoping to see. You know, we were talking about, you know, Will Lutz having a bad game and then bouncing back and, and being really solid for us for, you know, what, five, six, seven games in a row there. Really yeah, bad yeah. game. And then goes out there last night. And yeah, we were all holding our breath at the first field goal. The second one, we're like, okay, like maybe he's figured it out. By the third, we're like, okay, Will Lutz has got this. Yeah. Well, by that point, it's like, Will Lutz has got this. You know, at, at the end of the game, it was like, just send Will Lutz out there, get the field yeah. goal, save some time on the clock. Like, don't just, just first down, just go get it. And then we got the touchdown. Uh, the Corlin Sutton there. <laughs> so, I, geez, man, like, I don't, let, let's just start back because there's so many things to talk about here. Uh, we want to hear from you all in the comments, you know, uh, what you thought of the game. Let's hear it go Broncos from y'all. Hit that share button. Make sure you're subscribing to our channel below. Uh, the, the link is uh, scrolling across the bottom there. So make sure you go subscribe to that. That helps us out a ton. But, John, let's rewind it a little bit. Going back to the start of the game, right before kickoff, there we are. Wet, ready for the game to start. We're on a three-game win streak. Vikings are in town. Sunday night football on a five-game win streak. What are you thinking in that moment, man? 
you know, honestly, not really following the Vikings much this year. Uh, hearing story, obviously, we know that they have Josh Dobbs and, you know, the, the mini streak that he's on with them. And it seems like every time he goes to a new team, he's pulling rabbits out of his hat. And it was interesting because it felt like the Broncos were on such a roll, but then we're going up against a team that um, was on an even hotter roll than the Broncos and uh, a fan base that equally wanted to just show that that their team is legit, right? So yeah. I almost started the day feeling like it was going to be all about the Broncos. Can they sustain it? And it was almost the other way around. It was like the Vikings are just so hot. Like it's going to be an interesting matchup, but um, I, I didn't know what to expect. Um, the other thing too, the more and more I was hearing about this Vikings defense, the more and more I was getting concerned because we talk about how much of a turnaround this Broncos defense had um, from their struggles early on, which we don't have to talk much about. We probably will, but um, but this Vikings defense has had an equally um, impressive turnaround for this season compared to previous um, seasons. So I was concerned and then just excited to get the game started. And then, you know, the afternoon came around. And it's like, I think this is the first time in, I don't know, since how long that I took a nap in the middle of a Sunday. Like, <laughs> I'm not a nap person, but like, there's yeah. nothing wrong. I'm just waiting. And I've never, I've never, um, I've never related more to the Sunday night anthem of Carrie Underwood waiting all day for Sunday night because I, <laughs> I you get the pregame song. It's like, let's go. It's kickoff. It's time to, it's to, to show time. up. And, uh, yep. uh, I was just so excited. And Kev, you got to be there. You got to experience this. That just when they panned into the stadium, it was already rocking. And I could tell that the fans showed up for this game. Yeah. So the crazy thing is, you know, Vikings fans travel really well. They're just like Packers fans, right? So the Packers game, well, I, I mean, we careful. talked about it. Well, no, I'm, I'm, this is, a lot of people. No, this is a compliment. Like, you know, Packers fans travel well. And uh, the, the stadium was, I think, just 50% Packers really? fans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was it was crazy. Maybe not 50%, but 40%. I mean, it was there was a lot of cheeseheads in that stadium, right? You oh, no, no, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant yesterday. The, the, no, no, no. I'm talking about the Green Bay game. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So, it was it was yesterday was a lot like that. Vikings fans travel very well. Um, <clears throat> I would say though that Vikings fans and one of my best friend's wife is a Vikings fan. She does not fall into this category. So Tasha, if you hear this, I'm not referring to you. Uh, <laughs> but I found that the Vikings fans were a little more obnoxious than the Green Bay fans. Like <laughs> okay. just in the way they were screaming. But but look, I mean, it was it was tough because when the Broncos offense was on the field, it was still Okay. It was still, you know, okay. we couldn't we couldn't get the crowd to quiet down because of all of the Vikings fans, um, and so that had me a little concerned because you know we talk about the home field advantage and everything, and when your team travels as well as the Vikings do, it kind of takes away some of that edge, right? But what I was real what was really cool to see was when you know the Broncos defense was on the field, man, Broncos fans made up for it, like they were loud. The the, the very first incomplete of the game. Um, I haven't heard an incomplete chat like that, that loud <laughs> since 2015, honest to God, it was, I was, I was blown away. I even know, like talked to the guy, like, Holy crap, that was loud, you know? Um, but yeah, a lot of people were, were very, you know, just like what we're saying, we're not sure how the game's going to go because we don't know what kind of offense we're going to get. And if you had told me that Russell Wilson would throw for over 250 yards, and we'd have to throw the ball, what, 35, 36, 37? Yeah, yeah we'll talk about that. 
I, I would just tell you a big picture. If you had told me that before the game, I would have said then that means we lost because that means we had no run game and yeah. we're just and or we're just playing catch up. And that would have been bad news to me, right? Uh, Russ threw for 35 times, almost 250 yards. Our run game sucked. No, <laughs> run game didn't suck. Our run game was non-existent. It was. And yet, it was abysmal. We won. We yeah. won. Yeah. Here we are, sitting at five and five. Again, biggest what? win streak in the NFL right now, the Denver Broncos. Never thought I would say that statement this year. Let's put it that way. Nope. Not this year. <laughs> not this year. Um, so let's talk about that. First quarter, um, Broncos go out there and um, talk me through the, the first drive of the game, man. Broncos won the coin toss, so they deferred. Um, what do we see early on from the from the Vikings there, man? I mean, early on, uh, once again, first drive of the game, starting with a turnover. And I mean, this guy, we're going to talk about him, I think, a lot today, Kevin. But yes, we are. Juan Mc, McMillan or McMillian. I'm going to call him McMillian. McMillian. It's not the correct <laughs> way to say it. I understand that. But until Money Man guy proves that he should not be in the million category of just uh, every game, he is just phenomenal. I don't know where this guy came from. Um, I just, I, I was excited enough to, to, to get a three and out on that first drive, but to get another turnover, put our offense in a position where it's like, Hey, we're in scoring range already. We, we can kick a field goal from here if we needed to. I wish we wouldn't, but <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second. Um, but I think we might as well get this out of the way now, Kevin, maybe we'll touch yep. on it again later, but part of that fumble and some will say it wasn't necessary. I don't know if that play goes the same way if he doesn't do it. But Kareem Jackson, once again, lowering the helmet, not looking to – I mean, that he's just coming in for a big hit. And, I mean, he's talked about it. He said, that's my style of play. Like, if you're going to keep me on the team, you're going to have to expect it. And it's like the NFL is like, no, that's not how this works anymore. You can't – you just can't do that. And we saw today, yes, it wasn't a flag on the play. Shh. But I think everyone can agree that it should have been. Um, right. And now we, we he's gone for four games, and I, I'd be shocked to see if 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 his appeal is successful and it gets lowered at all. I think it's going to get a, it's not it's not going to get lowered this time. You know they did that last time. I think after this one, they're they're just not going to do it. Um, this is the the national soft football league. Like you know, like it, it's, it's not the same league as it was five years ago. It's not. Now, a question for you, like, what do you think, like, if it hadn't been Dobbs, if it had been up the running back or any other player, would we still, would they still be upset or was it because it was Dobbs, even though he was not under center, he was playing as a running back? Do you think, you know, they're still kind of looking at I it think, through the lens of he's a quarterback? I, mean, I think that conversation could be had if it was another player and, you know, they didn't have a history of this, but literally he'd just come off a two game suspension and that's the first play he has like the first impact he has in the game is him you know in this day and age with the nfl rules it's an illegal hit and i i i'm not surprised when i woke up to see that suspension today yeah. but um it's just so frustrating because because of the injuries we have in the safety position so i i'm really frustrated i can't say i'm surprised because of the style of player that he is um it's just yeah. you know it's we're rough man I mean, what do we do? Like, where do we go from here? I don't know. Um, but he's a playmaker. He's a player. Look, we we won those two games without him. It's not to say that you know we're we're totally screwed um, by any means. It's just he is a very intense player. 
and he is he's the guy he that he doesn't apologize for it very clearly no. either and i i respect that like he's like this when he says it's my style of play i'm gonna go out there and i'm gonna fight my damnedest i want more guys like that on the team i'm not saying i yeah. want the broncos to become a dirty a dirty team by any means and i and and no way do i think cream jackson's going out there to purposely hurt people no, i don't think he no. either no no he's just he's trying to play a tough football game to get the stop for his team it's third and one and as he said in his comments and it's third and one you're trying to stop him from getting any inch forward you know because it is that close and it's that huge of a play um so he's going out there with his full force and so yeah what are you like wanting him to do do you want him to like like move away from the quarterback you know or yeah. the player like hit him softer and then if he doesn't go down like then you can bitch at him for not you know tackling well enough like i don't know it just it's it's i it's, wish you know yeah i love the energy he brings to the I, I agree i love the energy it's it's just frustrating because he's been in the league long enough to see a lot of these rule changes clearly just hasn't adapted to that um and again it doesn't seem like he wants to um that's how he's learned the game. That's how he grew up playing the game. And uh, it's gotten him this far. So he's like, hey, I'm just going to play the way I know how to play. Um, and, you know, it's not like he's going out and doing this on every single play either. Like the rest of the game, yeah. we didn't see any of this. It's not like someone said, hey, you shouldn't do that. And he was like, okay, I won't do that the rest of the game. Like he knows. Um, it was an instinctual play, I'd imagine, for him. And, uh, yeah. you know, here we are. We're, now we're without our starting safety and our backup Safety. I don't know when. I think PJ Locks got one more game he's expected to miss. So yeah. you know we're down to our third string at that position, which is unfortunately it's going to hurt us. Um, and yeah. and we can talk about that more in a bit. But I think have we talked about Kareem Jackson enough? Can we? Should we move on? I think so. Look, look, I'm I'm no, we haven't. I'm proud of him. Just basically, like I'm 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 just saying I'm proud of him. The way he's handling himself through this, um, I like his intensity, and hopefully the the team can continue to feed off of that moving forward. For sure. Okay. Um, I'm also hearing a lot of people saying he should be cut because of this, because he can't stay on the field because of suspension. Um, he's become a liability on the field. Sean Payton called him out before, you know, beginning of the week. week. Hey, look, we have a good thing going. Don't mess this up. Um, now, it didn't. He wasn't. He wasn't um, ejected from the game. Uh, but I think had they thrown a flag there. I don't know if they throw a flag and then they review it. Is he out of the game? Do they toss him at that point? I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. Probably it's hard not. to tell in the NFL. Yeah, it depends on <clears throat> the mood of the person watching the tape at that time. Yeah. And the alignment of the sun, moon, and what yeah. you had, what you, John, specifically had for lunch that day. Those all come into factor. Hopefully it wasn't I mean, the uh, when they're making this. <laughs> um, but – it is interesting, like comparing the NFL to, to college, because college they're going back and they're looking at that play. They're calling they're calling a, yeah. a targeting penalty after the play. They're kicking them out of the game. Um, where the NFL, I think it, it requires a flag to be thrown for them to review something like that. So the fact that the flag wasn't thrown was a huge no call in the Broncos' favor, which <laughs> we've been getting. I mean, lately it feels like we've been lucky on the penalty side of the ball as far as the the big penalties. We're like, due. Penalties. We're due for that though. We have well, been mean, on yeah, the yeah. bad end of that, you know, receiving end of that stick for, for so long that it, we're due for them to be like, you know what? Okay, these guys maybe we're, you know, we'll keep the, the flag tucked away for that one, you know? <laughs> keep that tucked away. Throw it for the 12-man on the field against the Bills. like Yes, sir. 
Yes, okay. sir. Count them. Count them. <laughs> that's karma. That's penalty karma, I guess. Jeez. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. We're gonna miss. We're gonna miss Cream Jackson. We're gonna miss our starting safety. You know. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. That is a big concern moving forward. But um, sitting here at five and five, I mean, it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Do you feel? Do you have enough trust in Vance Joseph to be able to scheme a defense? You know, to overcome that um i don't know to be honest mm -hmm. we've had guys like damari mathis in there um turner mm -hmm. yell at safety and i think right now he's the fill-in guy um until Locke is healthy which i think we talked about today was we're expecting one more week of him out so um we're gonna have to we're gonna have to deal with it uh, at least against the browns this week so moving forward I'm, I'm concerned i hope that we can find you know someone else to step up like a uh, Fabian Moreau, like a uh, uh, Jaquan McMillan. I'm not saying one of those guys, but another person that we just comes out of nowhere and just steps up. And all of a sudden, a week or two from now, we're like, this guy is the reason that our defense is succeeding right now. Yeah. So um, it, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. These, I, I'm so baffled by those two guys that it's just like, sure, why couldn't that happen again? These yeah. guys are worse. So who says we can't find another person in that secondary? No. That's fair. That's fair. Well, I look at I look at McMillian. McMillan. Um, it's McMillian. You know, but yeah, I know it's McMillian. Or and everyone's McMillan. gonna be like, it's not how you say his name. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> he's he is McMillian. McMillian you know? <laughs> the way he's playing, that's a good nickname. Um, but man, I, I keep thinking about how he came out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, um, and, and just the way he stepped up, and now it's like. Man, I really hope we find a way to keep him growing and keep him on this team because that's a guy with some energy that can really help sustain this defense moving forward. Because that's a big question right now is, is this sustainable on, for the defense? You know, um, we keep talking about, you know, the Broncos aren't going to get another game where they get five turnovers in the next week. Broncos aren't going to get another game where they get four turnovers. And then the next week, well, I got three turnovers, you know, like, you know, is this sustainable? Yeah. <laughs> you know? So it's we need somebody I mean, to to help solidify or keep the defense solid, so those numbers can keep going the way they're going. Yeah, I mean, the, him and Moreau are just like the unsung heroes of this defense. And the more we talk about them, they are the sung heroes at this point. Um, yeah. Especially McMillian, fumble recovery, first drive of the game, and later on um, that interception. Just two of two of the three turnovers he was directly involved in. Um, yeah. And who was it? Was it um, Jonathan Cooper that all – or Browning? Was it Browning that forced the fumble in that first drive? It might have been. It might have been. I can't remember. I can't remember so. either. Um, I do have it right here, but it, it – But uh, – Yeah. Yeah, moving on from that first defensive drive. I mean, just what a way to, to set your offense up for success. And then our offense gets on the field, and it's like – the first play was like an immediate first down to Judy, I believe, um, mm -hmm. like 10, 12, 15 yard pass. And then they just disappeared. Um, that was frustrating. What happened there, Kevin? You were there. You saw it. Yeah, I, dude, it was, it's the same thing that we've been seeing. I don't know if it's the offense like says, okay, we, we didn't, or we won the, the coin toss. We're going to defer. We don't go first. So let's, let's take an extra 10 minutes to figure out our lives. And they're like, oh crap. Like, oh, wait, wait, wait we weren't ready yet. You know, what's happening, you know, and I would have figured that as big into situational football as Sean Payton is, you know, I think he, he said at some point during the preseason during training camp that they're about, 
I want to say 25 situations that they rehearsed, you know, mm -hmm. and got experience in just, you know, the more common things and some, some more uncommon, but things that, you know, Sean Payton wants them to be prepared for. So I would have thought after looking at last week and getting an early turnover, you know, on that first drive, that's something that, that would, yeah. they would have worked on the offense with of, Hey, hurry up there, get that momentum. You're in scoring range, get some points on the board early, get that touchdown now. Right. But it was the exact same situation as we had the week before we go out there and the offense just kind of, you know, yeah. So yeah, we get an early field goal, but at the same time, that takes so much wind out of the crowd. It takes, you know, props to the players for not letting that really affect them you know, a couple times. And we'll talk about it later on. The during the game that, right. You know, um, so, so they just, you know, they took the points. They didn't do anything stupid with the football. You know, they didn't force it, which is good. Uh, zero turnovers, uh, you know, zero interceptions from yeah. Russell Wilson. So they're at least keeping the ball safe, right. you know, yes. but, which is huge. That's uh, as frustrating as it is not to get the yards, not to get the touchdowns, all that stuff. I think what is severely underlooked is the lack of turnovers, especially from Russ. I mean, look, four interceptions this year tonight, I believe 19 touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, best best uh, touchdown to interception ratio in the NFL. He's safe with the ball. So, I mean, call it a game manager. I don't know what you want to call it. But um, look, this is Broncos fans cannot be sad about this because this is what no. we have been asking for. We have been saying, hey, our defense is very good. Let's have an offense that can complement them, at least get a minimum of 20 points, in this case, 21 points in a game to uh, to win the game. So um, it's not it's not it's not pretty. It's not great to talk about, but it, it, it can apparently get the job done <laughs> in situations. Um, yeah. But yeah, I. I, I will say, and similar to the Bills game, coming out with them starting with the ball to be up 3-0, I was thrilled with that. I know a lot of people are like, well, you we only only got seven, I think 17 yards on that drive. Um yep. so yep. but but okay, that's fine. To be up 7-0 in that situation, talking about going up against a super hot team, um, it felt great. And then the next drive, our defense going out there and just Again, stopping them. Yeah, we didn't get a turnover, but hey, we forced a punt in six plays. So yeah, we did. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I want to go back to the our first offensive drive just for a second. Um, sure. What what is the like? One, I I admit that we have been privileged this year to start the like the first you know essentially half of the year to get essentially a touchdown on every opening drive. But why is it that we can only get a touchdown? When we have to go 70 or 80 yards, it's like yep. when we get short field on the first drive, they're like, wait, we didn't script it this way. We weren't supposed to have only 40 yards to go. We can't figure this one out. <laughs> it's just, wow. you know, it's situational. I get it. But it's just interesting that we, we seem to be able to do it when it's, you know, a, a punt or a kickoff. But mm -hmm. for some reason, we can't do it on a short field. You know, I think this is one of the things where if you're Sean Payton, you are really stressing that you are really highlighting that. Um, you know, I think the, not to say the players are just saying, yeah, coach, whatever we won, you know, it doesn't really matter. We won, we won four in a row, you know, we're, we're fine, but I'm worried that that's going to burn in one of these games coming up where we do get that turnover ratio that we really want. Like we have the last few games, we yeah. don't really capitalize on those chances and we're not able to put together something at the end of the game to come back from that. Yeah. You know, 
And that's where the coaches, coaches are going to look at the players and be like, this is what we're talking about. You're having those opportunities and it's going to burn you if you keep, you know, wasting yeah. and squandering those opportunities. So yeah, that's why I was just really hoping that when we got that inter- that that turnover again, you know, on that first drive, I said, okay, this is where they can show that they've learned and make it, made adjustments and really driven the point home over the week that you've got to take a chance, you know, take advantage of that when you go out there and they just weren't able to do it. Now, look, you know, we can't totally complain because we won the game, right? And right. We, did, right, right. We, we drove down the field when the time, when it mattered to get that touchdown, you know, and before half we drove down the field as well, you know, like, yeah. you know, and the yeah. clutch moments they came through, but it's like, you can't always rely on that. Like what if the ball bounces the wrong way? you know, in, during some part of the game. And now instead of keeping this a one to two score game, now it's like two to three score game, you know? Yeah. It, so I don't know, man. I don't know. It's a different story. It's different. And and what you just described was very nearly what we had yesterday, right? A, mm-hmm. a, a game in which we had all the chances and we just couldn't put it together. And like you said, this is a different conversation when you win the game versus when you lose uh, a close one like this. So, you know, if you're a Vikings fan, what do you, are you, you know, you're talking about that is like now is Josh Dobbs really the answer, you know, be, because it's a whole different conversation when, when you're on the losing side of a close game like this. And, uh, yeah. and we've, we've had plenty of those over the years, Kev. So it's over just the, nice it's the right beginning of the season. Us two games with a combined yeah, exactly. amount of three yeah. points, like, you know, like, it's like, oh, this is what it's like to, you know, win a game by one or two points. Oh, I like this, you know. <laughs> yeah. I prefer yeah. it to be more, but we have more points than the other team, and that clock says zero. So right. we're going to take it. Right. Um, I will quickly say that I, I appreciate God's humor in in the game. I don't know if you saw, you know, there's been spitting rain throughout the night, but as soon as that game was over, it just, the downpour just started. Really? And I was like, oh, it's all the Vikings tears. It's all the Vikings fans' tears that, you know, the wind is blowing, blowing them around, you know. Seriously, the moment the game ended, we, we awesome. walked out of our seats in the tunnel, and by the time we were in line to get going, we looked out there and just downpouring in the stadium. Like, if that had happened 15 minutes sooner, I don't know what the end of the game would have been like because that would have made things really dicey. But I just like, you know, it's like, I was like, oh, it's the Vikings fans' tears. Oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> So, um, back to the real topic at hand, uh, is the game itself, but yeah, I mean, I guess moving on from there, you know, we force a punt. It's like, okay, everything's starting to go in the Broncos direction. And then, you know, the first drive was not, um, or it was an indication of things to come because they, they were flat. They were flat basically this first half almost except for the last two drives, but you know, three and out. And then, and then the momentum really felt like it was going in the Vikings direction. It really felt like. Uh oh, we might be on the verge of a blowout very quickly here because they get the ball back. You know, they go three and out, we go three and out, and all of a sudden they're scoring touchdowns. Uh, five minute drive, ten plays, fifty eight yards, sixty five yards. Sorry, um, it was rushing too. Yeah, they were just rushing running up our gut. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna give a lot of credit to the defense in the game, and rightfully so. <laughs> but that rush defense has been susceptible this year, and uh, this Vikings game team is not. Um. It's just they have not been great at rushing the ball this year. If, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong on that, but for a while there, it looked like Cam Akers was going to make a resurgence as their lead back, and then he goes down. Josh, I mean, uh, Alexander Madison has not been the guy for them uh, this year, yeah. and they just 
I think they got over 100, over 190 yards. Is that right? And I don't remember that correctly. Rushing 175. 175. I mean, that has been the problem all years. At least from a defensive standpoint, it has been the rush game. Um, yeah. And it's it's frustrating. And we're coming up against a bear or Bears Browns team that knows how to run the ball. And they're in a similar situation. Their number one guy is down. Imagine if Nick Chubb is in this game. Good lord, I'd be terrified. Um, yeah. They still know how to rush the ball. They have Kareem Hunt back. They have Ford, um, and we won't step on the the toes of the of the pregame show much here. But they got to figure that is the one part of the defense that they got to figure out. Yeah, because if I'm <clears throat> if I'm the Browns, I'm going to say, how do we end this four game win streak in Denver right. on the road, right? And I'm looking at the Vikings, and I'm saying we run up their gut until they stop us and you know until some you saw it here there are like there were times where they did four five six runs in a row mm-hmm. and it was all three four five six seven eight yards you know and each each and every one of those so it was uh you know dare us to run the ball down the middle because we're gonna make it happen and they, they were left and right um or <laughs> straight ahead you know um but that's that's you're right that is a big problem area and that's what took a lot of the um i don't say the momentum from the team but a lot of the energy out of the crowd as well um i'd say quarter two and quarter three it was rough in the stadium because like i was telling you before the show broncos defense goes on the field man the home crowd is pumped right we are (laughs) excited to see what these guys do we are we are praying for another turnover some, some hard hits you know, I, I don't know if we're calling this the no-fly zone 3.0. Um, people are calling Wait, McMillan uh, the next D.J. Harris. I don't know. Who's the next D.J. Harris? Wait, what's uh, it? Uh, McMillan. You mean Chris? I don't know. Did you say yeah. you mean Chris Harris? Chris Harris, thank you. Uh, <laughs> you know, one of the best cornerbacks on the Broncos of all time. That guy, the one I have the, the autographed jersey for? Yeah. Chris Harris, <laughs> yeah. Jr. That's what uh, I want. Uh, I mean, that's yeah. not a terrible comparison because didn't Chris Harris start out in the slot? Am I, am I yep. saying that with you? Yes, yeah. he, no, he did. He did. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's the way they turn. Imagine saying that. I. Oh, my God. It's like a broken record on the show just going back four weeks, it seems like. But you go back four weeks and say, I'm excited to see this defense on the field. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm Furthermore, I'm excited to see the defense on the field against a team that's on a five-game win streak. Oh my gosh! Mm. But you're right, right. No, I've like, been like, no. Can I just cover my eyes during that part? Like, I never, you know, I don't. Right. Like, I'm not. <laughs> you're 100 right. That we they have regained our trust on defense. I think uh, is a fair way to say that, especially after this game. Um, take yeah, give them the run game. Yes, they beat us there, but they didn't beat us when it counted and. Also, when this when this defense has been susceptible, it feels like it just comes in like these chunk like drives. It's just like I don't know, and maybe I'm not remembering this correctly, but it felt like they were just in hurry up in every time they scored uh, yesterday. It was like even though it was a five minute drive, it felt like it was all right. They're going and they're going and they're going, and it just like we couldn't stop them. And that's how it felt against uh, the Bills when they scored um, last week. It just felt like their touchdowns and their scoring drives were were quick. You know, I don't know. It, I don't really know how to describe it's the true. feeling it is uh, when this happens to us. Well, I, I think what you're seeing is these teams that are coming to Denver, 
are taking advantage of the altitude against us, you know, because even when you're used to the altitude, like it still has an impact on you. Like, you know, you can be totally adjusted to this and it still is going to, you know, tire you out. And so um, <clears throat> I think they went out there and they're trying that hurry up because, you know, the, it worked. Uh, the bills did it. it. It worked for them when they were doing that. Um, so they're going to try it here and it worked on us here. Our guys are maybe getting a little more winded, but we don't do that ourselves. The Broncos don't do that. Not very yeah. often anyway. And yeah. I'm, just, I'm always wondering, like, you know, these, there's so much emphasis on we're one mile above sea level. You know, it's, it's all over the scoreboard. It's all throughout the stadium. But we never really seem to take advantage of that ourselves. So yeah. um, I don't know, man. But you're right. But, like, that's another thing that, that they do I'll, against I'll us. Right right stop. Are you saying that teams are picking the drives that they're going to be like, this is when we go. This is when we take the. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, but I think that it they do know that it, it has an impact on us one way or the other, whether it's the altitude or we just can't keep up. I don't know, because it, it works against us. I don't know. know. I can't believe it's the altitude working again. How could we possibly, how could that not be an advantage for us? Because I want to find an argument that will make us do it ourselves. Like, why can't we not do that? I think we would benefit from a more of a hurry up. I don't think, times. I, you know, I do agree with that. I'm not, I, uh, yeah, I will not disagree there. I just, um, I just don't think that's Sean Payton's style. You know, I think he wants to be a methodical yeah. You know, we're going to take it. We're going to, these are going to be long winded drives when they are successful. And when they're not, it's three now, which is very frustrating, but, uh, and which makes it a very short drive. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, maybe we, yeah, uh, it, you know, I think his style is that we aren't going to go three and out every freaking time. I think he's probably pretty frustrated by that. <laughs> yeah. I say because yeah. three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. Like, <laughs> yeah. So they go down. Back to the point, Vikings go down. They score very quickly. By the way, oh, my gosh. I mean, Justin Simmons deserves all the praise in this game. But that first drive, that first touchdown, what happened to him on that it looked one? looked like he tripped. It looks like he I, just tripped. Yeah, it, was it was a bad play. It was just a bad play, and he got exploited. And it was a wide-open touchdown to a guy I've never heard of before. Um, yeah. No, from what I saw in the replay, Justin Simmons tripped. Yeah, he went to like it was like at the line of scrimmage. He went to you know press up on him, and then it kind of he got awkward and he got you know. If if 